Okay! Wow, Rabbi Earps, I'm so excited to be here! So am I. Do you know why I'm excited to be here? No, Rabbi Earps, why? I hope it's the same reason I am. Yes, it's just a few days before Purim. Do you know that? Wow, a few days before Purim. So what are we going to do? Well, I have a jam-packed and beautiful, beautiful story for Purim. Yes, in honor of Purim, I should say. But you know, we'll get to that in a moment. First, let's remind everybody that you are listening to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhak! Yay! And his sidekick, Yossi! Hi, everybody! It's me! Yes, <laughs> we can tell when you're around, that's for sure. Okay, I would like to remind everybody at the same time, you're listening to JRO Radio at 97.5 FM! And if you'd like to listen by the phone, you could call 712-432-4217. Or if you want to listen to the live radio show and you want to listen to the archives, then you could call... You could call 347... No, 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 no. That's somebody else's cell phone number. Oh, oh. Then you could call 853... No! Look at the paper. Oh, Oh, you can call for live or archives, call 718-506-9099. That number again is 71. Who wrote this over there, by the way? That's your handwriting. Oh, I should be able to read it. Okay, so that number again is 718-506-9099. It's a beautiful handwriting. Let me tell you that number again. If you want to listen live or archive, the number is 718-506-9099. Afraid of Purim to Masha. You know who I'm talking about. Okay. All righty. Now, I would like to uh, um, give over the microphone to Rabbi Herbs. I'm not ready for the story yet. Uh, We have to remind everybody the following. If anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhi Herbst, that's me, of course. Uh, If you're interested in hiring me for whether it be for storytelling or or whether it be for karate demonstrations or either one or both or whatever it is, uh, it's... You know, don't wait for the last minute if you're going to call for your camp because last year we had some problems that we couldn't do all the camps that, that called me or their dates were not, you know, prime time the way they wanted because they waited too long. So uh, I am in the midst of planning which uh, days or which week I will come up to the mountains and therefore I could do some bungalow colonies or I could do some camps at the same time, and that means a better price, because if I just have to come up for one item, obviously, <laughs> uh, you know, you have to pay a little more. Okay, so uh, the number to call is 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. That was beautifully said. And now, if anybody's interested in ordering any of my uh, CDs, then, of course, then the number to call is 718-375-1294. And leave your name or your telephone number or the name and the telephone number or your name and the telephone number and an email address or a fax number. And Robert Herbs will be more than happy to email or fax to you <gasps> all the whole list. Yeah, something like that. That's correct. 
I will be more than happy to fax or email you the whole entire list. That is 100% correct. Now, I would like to remind everybody, if you'd like to donate, and believe me, we can use the donations over here at Jayroot Radio, then the address is Jayroot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address, again, is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, 11229. Okay, I think we covered that. Uh, let's see, of course, a storytelling we covered. Oh, yes, of course. If anybody's interested in any art lessons or karate lessons or martial art lessons or, as we call them sometimes, qigong exercises, energy exercises, things like that, you can call 718-375-1294. Baruch Hashem. Uh, I think I got everything. Don't you think so? Ah, uh, let's see. You got that? 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 Oh, I think it's time for the story. Wow, this will be a record time. I can get up to the story pretty quickly. All right. Are you ready for the story? I'm ready for the story. Are you ready for the story? You forgot one last thing. Oh, no, you're joking. No, I'm not. You forgot to tell if anybody wants to email or, or actually I should say text in to say, you know, that they would like to sponsor or, or, or donate to the place over here, you know, called Jay Radio, now that kind of place, you know, uh, or they, you know, they want to tell a story that they want me to tell over or something like that. Uh, the number to call is 347-678-1699. Nope, wrong number. Let me erase that. I said the wrong number. It is Purim. Someone's going to get a wrong Purim message. Oh, well. Actually, the text number is 347. That part is correct. 927-8398. That number to text into j Radio again is 347-927-8398. Uh-oh, I gave away somebody else's telephone number by mistake. Uh-oh, I guess we'll have some poor messages. All right, and I guess the number to call, you know, after I finish the story is 718-683-5858. I don't have to tell because I think everybody knows that. Okay, Rabbi Herbs, take it away. I should take you away? No, no, not the story, the story. Uh-uh. I should take away the story? I'm ready to tell the story. Okay, this story is said to be possibly a true story, but I wasn't there to vouch for it. But one thing is, it's very poor. Dick, that's for sure. Oh, yeah? Really? Why? How does it become a Purim Dicker story? <laughs> well, the content of the story. Oh, the content of the story. Like, what's in the content of the story? Well, uh, <clears throat> well, why don't I just tell the story, and then you'll hear. Okay. Okay, so what's the story called? Okay, tonight's story is called The Roaring Purim. Oh, boy! A Purim that roars? What is it? A tiger? A, a bear? A, or a mouse? Uh, no, 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 no. Just listen to the story, okay? Tonight's story, The Roaring Purim. number of years ago, and it's not a story that goes back like uh, 100 years ago or 50 years ago or 3,043 years ago. No, no, this goes back maybe 20, 30 years the most, you know, maybe, maybe even less than that. Who knows? But anyways... You know, uh, just like there's a Cairo in Egypt and there's a Cairo in New Jersey somewhere, guess what? There's another place called Yehupitzville. Yes, Yehupitzville, New York. Up, upstate is a small little village called Yehupitzville. You know, sometimes people pass it by, they don't even notice it's such a small village. But anyways, I want to tell you a story that happened there. God, I'm so excited already. I don't even know what it's about. That's very good. Okay. So in Yehubitzville, it was a small, quiet little village where houses were sometimes a good 100 yards apart, even 50 yards apart, depending on how big the person's property was. You know, some people had big property. Some people had little property. That's right. Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. <sighs> there was a person by the name of Rabbi Vilna. Yes, Rabbi Vilna came up 
to the mountains. I thought it's, uh, uh, yeah, you hope it's Phil, New York. Well, that part of upstate New York is called the mountains. That's what some people call it. Oh, okay. So what happened? Well, let me tell you what happened. All the way up there in upstate New York. Yeah. So what happened was as follows. Yeah. And let me go to tell you. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you, yeah. How many times are you going to say yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, see. Oh, sorry. Okay. Anyways, Rabbi Vilna came up there to talk about some real estate deal. So let's go over there. All right. Uh, uh, my car or your car? You'll see you're too young to drive, even if it's Purim. Okay. So anyways, uh, let's use our imagination and go right over there. Okay. We're there. Now we're upstate New York. We're in Yehupasville. Hello there, Shalom Aleichem. My name is Rabbi Vilner, and you are Mr. Perkoff. I am Mr. Perkoff. I was talking to you on the telephone, and I offered you a good deal, and you said you're willing to sell your property. So you know what? Uh, how about buying uh, uh, me a, a wonderful uh, cup of uh, kosher coffee and maybe a, a kosher pizza, whatever it is, and we could sit down and celebrate our deal. What do you say? Well, I tell you the truth, sir, Rabbi, there are no kosher places around here. And the reason why I'm selling my place is because, um, how would you say it? I'm retiring and moving to Florida. I'm going to move to Florida. Uh-huh, I see. Very nice. Very good. That's fine. You can move to Florida. I wouldn't stop you. Well, and therefore I want to be able to retire and take it easy for the rest of my life, and that's why I want to sell this property. It's pretty big. So uh, you could uh, move in here or whatever you want to do. And so, guess what, Yassi? Ah, uh, they made the sale, and they closed the deal. That's right. So Rabbi Vilna bought the property, and before you knew it, he started renovating and building. He built a shul over there. A nice kosher orthodox shul. A beautiful shul. And he wanted to build a little minion. And he wanted to build up Yehubitzville to be a nice Jewish town. And slowly but surely, a couple of more Jewish families came in. And finally, he didn't have to import a minion for Shabbos. There were enough people in the Yehubitzville territory that were there for Shabbos. But you know... About a half a mile away, there were two brothers who lived together, and they were not such nice people. Ow! Uh, that's uh, 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 were they like a hum and a rush or something? Well, let's put it this way. When I say they're not good people, I mean it. Okay, what's the name? What's the name? Well, one brother's name was Loco, and the other brother's name was Coco. Uh, they drank loco coco, or coco, and they went loco? No, 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 no. One brother's name is Coco. One brother's name is Coco, and the other one is Loco. Uh, are they both cuckoo? <laughs> I don't know about that. I never asked them the last name. I only know their first name. They're Loco, they're Coco, and could be they go Coco. Uh, well, whatever. Okay, so what happened? Well, let's go into the house. I can't go into the house. They didn't let me in yet. No, no, it's an expression. Following the story. All right, I'm following the story. Here we go. Okay, now what? Shh, don't make noise. Let them talk. Uh, hey, Coco. Uh, did you hear the latest? Ah, uh, yeah. I heard the latest. That Rob Boy Vilner. He built that shoe over there. And guess what? There are more Jewish people that are moving into the neighborhood. 
I don't like that. That shul is getting too crowded. Duh. Hey, Coco, hey, uh, how could that be too crowded? Because, I mean, they barely have 10 people there. Uh, I know it's growing and things like that, but uh, uh, why does that uh, synagogue bother you? <laughs> why does that synagogue bother me? Is that your question? I'm going to tell you why it bothers me. I'll tell you. You want to know why? Yeah. Why does it bother you? Because we're a half a mile away, and I can hear their noise. You can hear the noise? I don't hear any noise. You must have super hearing or something. You know, our house is surrounded by trees, you know, and uh, there's nothing in the way except trees, and then after the trees, more trees, and then about 100 yards later, another house. Maybe it might be a half a mile before you get to the synagogue. So why does the noise buy in a synagogue, you know what I mean? Well, it's uh, because it's a Jewish place, that's why. That's funny, you know. Uh, you know, sometimes the, the, the guys from the neighborhood, they get together and they party at night. They make a campfire in the woods and they make a lot of noise and they, and they sing and they go, and they go, uh, you know what I mean? And, and that doesn't bother you. Ah, that's because they're not Jewish. Well, you know, I, I just get irritated at anything that's Jewish. That's all. Oh, so you're mean. Uh, let's put it this way. You mean that, that, uh, you're a Jew hater. Uh, you're an anti-Semite. Yeah, that's right. You got that right. It, it runs in our family. How come you don't have it? Uh, I don't know. They must be calling me Loco for a reason. Yeah, why don't they call me Coco? I don't know. Eh, maybe I like chocolate milk. I don't know. Whatever it is. Anyways, listen, we got to make trouble and scare them out of the neighborhood. Oh, yeah? How are we going to do that? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. You know what we're going to do? Uh, we'll make some trouble. What kind of trouble are we going to do? Well, uh, we'll go to the hardware store, okay? And we'll buy some paint. We'll buy some black paint. Now, I don't think in a neighborhood like this, where they, they probably don't think anything could happen around here, and I don't think they have an alarm, right? So what we're going to do is, we'll sneak in through the window, okay? We're going to break in through the window, and we won't crack the window because we don't want them to hear the noise, you know? So we're going to, you know, like, force the window open, okay? After we force the window open, we're going to bring the black paint inside, and we'll paint the whole inside of the synagogue black. What do you say to that? <laughs> you know something? Uh, it sounds like fun. Okay, so, uh, um, you know, uh, I'll take the truck uh, and I'll go down to the local uh, paint hardware store and I'll go buy the black paint, okay? Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Um, probably five gallons will be enough. Five gallons? Why? Well, we're not going to do a neat job. We're going to splatter it all over the place. So, you know, the more we can make a mess, the better it is. <laughs> okay. So, I guess I need five cans, uh, uh, like five gallons of, of black paint, right? What else do I need? Well, you need paintbrushes. You know what I mean? we got to, you know, smear it out all over the place, right? Big, fat paintbrushes. Big, fat paintbrushes. Paintbrushes that are not on a diet, right? Paintbrushes that eat a lot of paint, right? Okay. Yeah, what else? Well, what else? Um... Let's see, what else can we think of? Uh, let's see, uh, 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 um, um, we don't need a drop cloth because we're going to make a mess. Uh, um, uh, painsters, uh, well, you know, they shake it up over there in the store. So, I mean, uh, that's about it, you know what I mean? So, uh, hurry up because maybe I want to do this tonight, okay? Take the truck now. Okay, I'll take the truck now. Here I go, down to the truck. Uh, let me see, uh, oh, let's take out the key, put it inside the lock. Okay, open up the door. 
all right, <laughs> okay, close the door, and let me put the key in ignition. All right, I think about the local hardware store. Let me open up the door. All right. <laughs> Let me go through the hardware door. Okay, I'm right inside. Excuse me, may I help you, sir? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm looking to buy uh, black paint. Oh, that's wonderful. May I ask you a question, sir? Are you looking for black paint as in uh, flat black paint? Oh, yeah, it's going to go on flat. Yeah, yeah, it's going to go flat on... Yeah, 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 why, why? Well, you see, sir, there's actually different kinds of paint. You see, we can sell you flat black paint, we can sell you semi-gloss flat paint, and we can also sell you, if you want, we can sell you a high-gloss flat paint. So, um, what would you prefer? Oh, gee, I don't know. Uh, I can't tell them I'm going to paint the synagogue. <laughs> Do you think it makes a difference if it's flat or or uh, gloss or, um, hmm? Uh, can you tell me the difference between them? Oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Flat, it has no shine. And, of course, it could get dirty, but, uh, you know, we could clean it. Semi-gloss has a little bit of a shine. It's a little bit harder uh, to uh, get dirty. And, of course, high-gloss is much uh, harder to get dirty because it's very easy to clean because it has a high-gloss surface, very shiny. Oh, okay, so I'll take, uh, let's see, I need five gallons, so I'll take two semi-gloss, I'll take two gloss, high gloss that is, and one flat, okay, all right, and I need some paint brushes, wide ones, you know, ones that eat a lot of paint. Ones that eat a lot, oh, I mean, oh, I see what you mean, what use a lot of paint. Okay, no problem, here you go, sir. And uh, uh, you're going to pay in cash or credit card? <laughs> of course, I'm going to pay in, 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 in a credit card. Here you go, sir. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'll sign this paper. Okay, <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> let me take this paint and put it in the truck. Okay, let me drive off. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. Huh, it's about time you got back. Now, did you get the five gallons of black paint? Oh, uh, yeah. I got uh, semi-gloss. I got uh, high-gloss. I, I, I got uh, uh, flat. Huh? What's the difference what it makes as long as it's black paint? Well, one could clean... Oh, forgot about it. Never mind. Tonight, we're going. So take a nap now. Okay, I'll take a nap now. <laughs> And finally, it was about midnight. All right, all right, all right. Loco, wake up! Yeah, Coco, what is it? Come on, Loco, we gotta get moving. We're moving? I thought we were going to make a mess to chase the Jews out. Now you're telling us we're moving? Not we're moving out of the house. We're staying here. we got to get moving. Here we go again. Moving. What are you talking about? Now we're not talking about moving out of the house. We're talking about moving to the synagogue. We're going to move into the synagogue? We're going to fit all our furniture in the truck? Are you awake? Oh, one second. Let me pinch myself. Oh, oh that hurt. Yeah, yeah, I'm awake now. All right, now listen here. 
got the paint still in the truck, okay? Now, uh, uh, we're going to drive until we're, you know, a couple uh, good yards away from the truck, okay? I mean, from the synagogue, okay? And then, uh, okay, you know, come on, we'll drive slowly. <laughs> All right, slow down, slow down. All right, now, let's get the paint. All right, I got three of them. You got two of them and take the paintbrushes. Yep, okay, you got two of them, three of them, whatever. Okay. Oh, let's go. Do, 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 do. Okay, now the synagogue doors are locked. How are we getting in? That's very simple. You're going to climb through the window. Oh, okay, I'm going to climb through the window. Mm, 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 mm. What's the matter now? The window, it's kind of locked. I said we're going to pry it open. With what? You didn't bring any tools? Oh, no, you didn't tell me to. Oh, now we got to drive back home. After driving back home and coming back with tools, it was now about 12.30 in the morning that is uh, and it was still pretty dark they took some little mini crowbar and started to wedge it between the window <laughs> all right i think i did it now open the window <laughs> all right i open the window now what now you climb in but it's dark in there it's very dark in there are you a scaredy cat are you afraid of the dark no, but how come you don't go climbing? Because I'm older than you and I gave the order. You go inside that window and then you come to the front door and you open the door and let me in. Okay, I got you. Okay, so let me climb to the window. Oh, nobody heard me. Boy, it's pretty dark in here. I wonder if anybody's here. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 hello. I guess nobody's here. Do, 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 do. Now, let's see, where is the door? What happened? I uh, tripped over something. How did you do that? It's pretty dark in here, that's how. All right, I'm almost at the door, I think. Uh, okay, I think I feel the door. Okay, I'm opening up the lock. All right, I'm going to open the door. All right, I open the door. Come on in. All right, all right, all right. That's good, 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 good. All right, now, let's uh, see now. Uh, here's one can of you, one can of uh, Let's bring in the spare cans. Here's some paintbrushes. Here's a screwdriver to open up the can of paint. Oh, that must be the semi-gloss. Okay. Oh, that must be the flat, because they make no much noise. Uh, my, my much noise. Uh, my, 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 okay, okay. I, I got the brush. I got the brush. Uh, all right, let, let's see. Where should we begin? Oh, look how pretty those curtains are over there. Wow, is that the holy ark that the Jewish people have? Wait a minute. I was just thinking. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I was just thinking out loud. Can you imagine for a moment? We paint up the ark. Hey, they got the Torah scrolls in there, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but maybe they have an alarm. No, I don't think they have an alarm. It costs cocoa. <laughs> they didn't have an alarm by the window. Why should they have one by, by the Holy Ark? I don't know. Uh, uh, all right, uh, move the curtains aside. <sighs> wow, this is cool. You know what? Let's not just paint the whole place. Let's paint those Torah scrolls that the Jews have, all right? Let's open up the Ark. Here we go. <sighs> And as soon as they open up the ark, as soon as they open the ark, not Kaidish, an alarm went off. Oh no, an alarm! Let's get out of here! 
And all of them ran, both of them, both of them, Loco and Coco. They ran as fast as they could. They tripped over the paint cans, but Baruch Hashem, they tripped over the paint cans that were still closed. And they left the open paint cans there, and they left the brushes on the floor, and they ran for their lives, and they jumped in the truck and sped up. And of course, police came. What was going on here? Uh, state troopers don't like to be brought down in the middle of the night for nothing. Well, uh, what's we got over here? Excuse me, but I'm the rabbi over here. Uh, we heard the alarm go off, and they came right away. And uh, Baruch Hashem, the Torah scrolls are okay. With the alarm by the Orna Kodesh, the Holy Ark, it went off. And uh, let's, let me just tell you like this. If you look over there, you'll see a couple of cans of paint. Some of them were open, but they didn't use them yet. It looks like some vandals were here, and they tried to paint the whole synagogue black. What I don't understand... What do they have? Semi-gloss, gloss, and, and flat. I don't understand it. I don't know if they had a color scheme, black and black and black. I don't know, but whatever it is. Oh, our Rabbinish Lelem Hashem, you know, God of the world that protects us and watches over us, he made sure that it shouldn't be successful. So uh, what do you say, uh, officer? You have any clues? Well, to tell the truth, um, I don't see where we can find fingerprints. I had my boys over here dusted off. Unfortunately, they were wearing gloves. Since they're wearing gloves, uh, they don't have any fingerprints left over. Now, let me ask you a question, though. Um, you know, asking a logical question. Um, uh, do you have a security camera here or something? Uh, no, uh, it's a small synagogue. We don't, we don't have so much uh, uh, money to spend on high-class security. Uh, so that's why we basically have an alarm by the Arna Kodesh. The Holy Torahs are the most expensive things here and the holiest things. So uh, uh, we put it over there. I see. All right, what can I tell you? Listen, if you have any clues, let us know. If we have any clues, we'll let you know. Yes, please, thank you very much. Baruch Hashem, the shul was saved. Oh, and so every now and then, these two guys would always try to do some vandalism of some sort. They never got caught yet, but they ran away quite a lot. Somehow miracles would happen. The most that they achieved was break a few windows here and there. And uh, they once even tried to set the shul on fire. But what happened was is uh, they thought they put kerosene down, but it turned out it was just simply water and so after they lit the fuse it went out yeah, there's a whole whole bunch of things like that and due to the fact that we don't have 16 hours to tell all the adventures that happened between coco and loco and the shoe so we'll speed up a few years now and as we go up a few years let me tell you now what happened next the shul was growing by leaps and bounds and now there were a lot of nice kinderlich in the neighborhood too and the rav started to speak about purim all right, Mera Boisai, you know, is coming of Gewaldik, Gewaldik, Yontif. We're coming to Purim. Is everybody excited? Oh, yeah, I'm very excited. I can't wait for Purim. Me too. I love Purim. I get dressed up so nice and everything. Oh, all right, that's very good. Well, Hashem, so Raboisai. I want you to know that Be'ez Hashem this year, can I know how our shoe grows so big, that after Tainus Esther, and when we, after we hear the Megillah, after we hear the Megillah, uh, we're not going to go, uh, you know, uh, right away and eat. Oh, excuse me, we're not going to go to eat. Who's high? What do you mean? We're not going to go eat? I don't understand. 
I don't understand either. I don't understand. What are you talking about? And suddenly, the shamus got up. Aboisai, aboisai, take a tissue. Don't get so nervous. No, 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 What the Rav means is that Baruch Hashem, our shul has grown so much that, uh, you know, with everybody upstairs here, with the men and the ladies in the ladies section and the kleine Kinderlach and everything, we don't have room to set up over here for the special Shuda Simchas Pirim, you know, that we do usually right after the Megillah learning for everybody to break the fast, you know, after time of after. So, what I want to tell you, what we do instead, is this year, can I know the Baruch Hashem, the shul is expanding my lips and bounds and everything like that. You know, my stomach is uh, expanding my lips and bounds too. <laughs> That's a separate issue. You have to buy two seats next year for Rosh Hashanah. Anyway, let me explain you what's going on. So this year, Baruch Hashem, we are going to set up downstairs in the basement. We are fixed up the basement very nice, make a nice simcha hall, we can maybe rent it, make some money. But in the simcha hall, we are going to set up the table before the Megillah. We're going to put cold cuts down there. We're going to put soda down there. We're going to put schnapps down there. We're going to put beer down there. And everything that's necessary to mummish enjoy simcha's pirim. What do you say? No, it's good, yes. I like that idea. Oh, yes, I like it, too. I like it very much. But I was just wondering, though, um, um, nobody's going to sneak down there and make a mess? I mean, like the Kindlech? No, nobody's going to do that. I'll be checking every now and then. I'll be standing guard by the basement door. There's only one way to get in. There's one basement door. Okay? As I got this. No, don't worry. And sure enough, each day was getting closer and closer to Tynus Hester. Meantime, Loco was looking at Coco. Oh boy, oh boy, Coco, what are we going to do? I don't know. I mean, the most of damage that we did to that synagogue, excuse <laughs> me, was, was, was uh, break a couple of windows. Oh boy, oh boy, the paint job didn't work. The time we tried to put spaghetti through the window didn't work. The time we put the hose through the window and tried to flood the whole basement, who knew that the hose was cut in half on the other end? So instead, we watered their grass for them. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm telling you, this is crazy. What are we going to do? we got to come up with something good. Something good. Something that'll really get them. Uh, 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 what about the time we lit off all the firecrackers near the 4th of July? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It didn't do any good. They had the air conditioning on, and they didn't hear one sound because they have, uh, what do you call it, the insulated synagogue. Well, if it's insulated, so how come you still feel bothered that they're a half a mile away and you really can't hear them? I told you it's because they're Jewish. That's all. I don't know. Maybe I'm related to humming down the line. Who knows? Anyways, listen, I got a great plan. Okay, I'm listening to what your plan is. Go ahead, tell me, tell me, tell me. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for anything. You tell me. I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay, let me hear the plan. All right. You know, my plan is very simple. Listen here, Loco. You know, there's a zoo in the area. You know, a little bit off the highway. You know, it's uh, right after you hope it's fell. You know, there's a, a zoo, an open area. Where's a zoo over there with animals in cages. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what are we going to do? In the middle of the night, we're going to dig up the foundation of the synagogue, right? And we're going to put it in the back of our pickup truck. I don't know if it'll fit, but we'll try it. And then we'll bring it and we'll put it in the backyard of the zoo. <laughs> That's a good plan. And I wonder why they call you loco. That's not my plan. Okay, so what is your plan? 
My plan is very simple. Very simple? <laughs> you know how to do things simple? Yes. Don't I brush my teeth in the morning? Oh, don't get me into that. You have a whole process. Put the toothpaste like this, turn it this way. Oh, forget about it. I don't want to even discuss that. Okay, so uh, what's your plan? My plan is very simple. Okay, you said that before. Ah, you're paying attention. Good. Now, here's the plan. We're going to go to the zoo. Yeah, okay. And we're going to visit the lion. Okay. And then later on at night, we're going to come back to the zoo. Okay. And then we're going to visit the lion again. Okay. So what are we going to do? Keep visiting the lion? How's that going to bother the Jewish people? You don't understand. During the daytime, we're going to study the lion's cage. Okay, we're going to study the lion's cage. Okay, yeah, 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 I'm listening. And then at nighttime, we come back, we're going to break into the lion's cage. Oh, uh, you know, maybe my name should be Coco and you should be called Loco because you're crazy. We're going to break into a lion's cage and we're going to say, Hi, Mr. Lion, uh, you want to help us out? We need to start up with the Jewish people. Is that what we're going to do? No, no, nothing of the sort. Okay, nothing of the sort. Then what are we doing? We're going to kidnap the lion. Oh, that's against the FBI rules or something like that. That's a federal offense. No, we're not going to take any federal fences away. No, 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 we're not going to do that. What we're going to do is very simple. We are going to build a cage. We're going to build a cage. Oh, so we should hide so the lion shouldn't grab us. <laughs> I like that idea. I like that idea. So what are we going to do with the lion if we're in the cage? Not us, the lion. The lion is going to go in the cage? How is he going to get in there? Because what we're going to do is very simple. We're going to bring this cage in the middle of the night, put it over the wall, climb over the wall, and then we're going to go over it, put this cage that we built strong enough to hold the lion. We're going to put it near the door of the lion cage. We're going to break the lock, and then when the door opens up, the lion is going to try to run out. But instead of running all over the place, he's going to go in our cage. Why would he go in our cage? Because we're going to put a piece of meat inside the cage. That's why. When there's a piece of meat inside the cage, he's going to feel like he has to go in the cage. Oh, maybe you're not so loco. Maybe you should be called Coco. Uh, okay, okay, I got that so far. Okay, now, uh, let's say we got the line. Now what? Now? What? I'll tell you what's next. Next part is very simple. Oh, everything by you is always simple, simple, simple. You want to play simple, Simon? Simon says this. Simon says do this. Do that, do that. Uh, Simon says pick your nose. Oh, you stop that. Oh, uh, you didn't say Simon says, okay? Oh, you stop that. Now, listen here. What are we going to do? And it's not simple. All right. The lion weighs something, so I'm going to put wheels on the cage. And then when the lion jumps in, we put down the top of the cage, close it, and lock the lock. Now... What we do is we wait until all the Jewish people are in their synagogue listening to their Magilla, uh, you know. Magilla? You know that scroll they read, I think they call it Magilla. Magilla! Oh, the Jewish Magilla, right. They're going to play the Jewish Magilla. They're going to play the Jewish Magilla? Oh, whatever it is, they read it, they play I don't know, whatever it is. They're busy up there. Now, I know for a fact, because I was in the big supermarket. And I was overhearing that uh, the, 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 the guy over there from the synagogue who works with the rabbi was buying food and he was going to make a party for them downstairs in the basement. Okay, so what? What is that going to do with the price of tea in China? We're not getting tea from China. Who cares? Now, listen here. What we're going to do is as follows. What we're going to do is very simple. Okay, you keep saying it's simple, but I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. All right, listen, we're going to bring the lion cage to the window, right? Then we're going to open the window and then open the cage and the lion will jump right in and we're going to close the window and close the cage. And that's that. And that's that? 
That's what we're doing. Are you kidding? Then, after the Jewish people finished their Magilla reading... The Magilla reading? Yeah, whatever. After they finished the Magilla... Ma Magilla! All right, after they finished the Gorilla reading... After... Magilla, not Gorilla! All right, after they finished reading the prayers, whatever. They're going to come downstairs. And then the line is going to wreak havoc all over the place. It'll be the greatest thing that ever happened. What do you say to that? Hey, that's a foolproof plan, isn't it? <laughs> It'll be a roaring Purim for them. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, I guess we're going to do that. And so, sure enough, during the daytime, they saw the zookeeper. Well, howdy, howdy there, guys. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? You lie. How come you're staring so much at this lion? I mean, there are other animals to see around here, too. Uh, you, you don't want to see, uh, uh, look at that baboon over there. <laughs> isn't it cute? Look at the bear over there. And they, isn't it cute? Isn't it cute? Isn't it cute? Oh, yeah. But we like lions a lot. They're ferocious. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 they're ferocious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they left the zoo after they studied the whole idea of how this cage works and what kind of tools they'll need to break the lock later on at night. When it was nice and quiet. Shh. All right. Shh. How are you saying shh to? Huh? Well, the guy behind me. There's no one behind you. Oh, I guess it's my shadow. Okay, now what? Now let's put the cage over the gate. <laughs> All right, now climb over the gate. Well, why can't we break open the lock? Because we're not going to break the lock until we're ready to leave. Because if we break the lock too soon, who knows, somebody will pass by and notice. Got it? Okay, got it. And so they both climbed over. <laughs> Ow! Shh! You're going to wake up the, the lion. <laughs> Next time when you jump over the wall, don't land on my foot. Okay, now, let's go. Uh, where, 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 where is the lion over there? Oh, there, there it is. Come on, come on, come on. Shh! Uh, hi, little lion. <laughs> Isn't he a cutie pie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a real, real cutie pie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, real cutie pie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, all right, all right, right now, 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 um, get the cage over here. All right, we'll him roll it up. <laughs> we got the cage here. Whoa. All right, now, um, uh, open up the top. All right, that's good, good, good. Now, now, give me that crowbar over here. Let me stick it between the lock. I think you got it. I think you got it. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Now, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Oh, boy, he's uh, ferocious enough. Uh, hey, look, there's meat in the cage. Follow the meat, follow the meat. Go in the cage, go in the cage. Go, 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 go. And sure enough, the lion went into the cage. As soon as it went into the vow of that piece of meat that they left, they closed the cage door. And then they closed the big cage door. And then they rolled this cage to the front entrance of where the zoo was. Meaning the entrance of the zoo, that is, I should say. And suddenly... They broke the lock, and then they hooked it back on like nothing happened after they wheeled the lion. Okay, quiet. Stay behind the bushes over here. All right, everybody stay quiet. Uh, Mr. Lion, you have to cooperate. Please be quiet. 
Uh, Mr. Lion, you have to be quiet. Now's not the time, okay? Just relax. And so the Jewish people, they started the Megillah leaning. And they were going on leaning. All right, I think they're up there. Look through the windows. They're all up there. All right, very good, very good. All right, come, 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 come. Bring, bring, bring the lion cage slowly, slowly, slowly. Let me just open up this window. <laughs> all right, now bring the cage all the way up. All right, ready, ready? Now, uh, uh, when I am uh, ready to close the window, you let the lion out. He's going to jump out, and he's going to fall right to the basement. Ready? One, two, three, go. <laughs> and sure enough, the lion landed right in the floor of the basement. The lights were on because they were getting ready for the kiddush. And the shamash was standing outside of the basement door upstairs, guarding the door. And little kids were going, and the shamash was saying, trying to get them to listen to the Megillah laning. And of course, when they heard Hama's name, they were banging, making noises. Hama! Whatever the noise they were making, and grogas, and all different kinds of grogas. And whatever kind of noises they had. And meanwhile, the lion was looking around. And he was a bit hungry. And the lion looked to the right. He looked to the left. Then he started to sniff with his nose. And if the lion could talk, the lion would probably say, Wow! Oh, boy! Look at this meal fit for a king of a jungle! And sure enough, the lion creeped up to the table, climbed right on top, and nobody heard the lion, because everybody was inside the shul listening to Miguelaning. But every now and then when the lion would give a roar, when it gave a real big roar, somebody thought it was, wow, that was a cool graga. That was really fancy schmancy noisemaker. But no one hopped that it was a real lion. The lion looked at the cold cuts, began nibbling on all the cold cuts. And since the cold cut slices were thin, it sure ate a lot of those cold cuts. But of course, we know that cold cuts are very thirsty. And after a while, the lion got very thirsty and needed a drink. I'm very thirsty. I need a drink. Where am I going to get a drink? Now again, we're talking like if a lion was talking. Ah, watch those bottles up there. Now, instead of grabbing the bottles of soda, now the lion knew that he was thirsty, but he didn't know the difference between a bottle of soda, a bottle of schnapps, and a bottle of beer. So he took his paw and knocked down a bottle. And when the bottle fell on the floor, he took his tongue and lapped it up. He didn't know he was drinking vodka. He didn't know he was drinking beer. And he kept knocking down bottle after bottle. And he was drinking. And before you know it, you had a drunken lion down there. And they finally finished the Megillah laning. And after they finished the Megillah laning, they started singing Shoshana Shaka. Shoshana Shaka, And there was, some of them were singing a traditional one. Shoshana Shaka, Chew some chewing gum. Oh, you so lunatic. Chewing gum. Chewing gum. Oh, you so lunatic. And the rabbi asked, oh, Tell me, uh, Shamus, uh, Zugmer, tell me, uh, uh, did you see if everything's okay downstairs? Hey, one second, I'm going to take a look. Don't worry. Let me just open up the door here. 
Let me just go down a few steps here. Uh-oh. My eyes must be playing tricks on me. That's a very nice costume you got there. Wait a second. Uh, is that a nice mask? Yeah, you got your mama should sound like a real lion. Uh, you know, <laughs> when you open your mouth, it looks like a real lion's mouth with the tongue sticking out, with the sharp, fangy teeth. You know, the things like that. And where you running? Uh, up the steps. Ay, ay, ay! I'm being attacked by a lion. Hey, wait a second. He looks a little bit sicker. He crashed into the wall. <laughs> He's looking for the steps. Maybe, oi, 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 all the bottles are schnapps. Oi, they run over the floor. He's drunk. The lion is drunk. He probably sees more than one staircase. I can't let him up here. Let me just close the door. Rabbi, we have an emergency. Don't tell me that the bathroom is stuffed again. Hi, please, what's wrong? The bathroom is not stuffed. Is the food ready downstairs? And the food was ready. What do you mean, was ready? Somebody was down there eating. What are you talking about? There was nobody down there. Everybody was up here. I recognize everybody. Well, we had somebody sneak in. You stood by the door, didn't you? I stood by the door. Now, I just went downstairs to check. And and somebody, I shouldn't say somebody, something, I mean, some, some um, um, uh, alive thing, you know, with uh, four feet and uh, and a big long tail and a mane, you know, around the neck and everything and, and got claws and it got shiny teeth, uh, sharp teeth and, and it goes, Aah! you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, Shamish, did you drink something? You're trying to describe a lion. No, come on, don't be ridiculous. Let me see what's going on down there. Rabbi, don't go there. <laughs> Let me take a look. The rabbi took a look. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't believe it. There's a lion down there. Uh, quick, everybody! Uh, uh, nothing to pat about. Just close the door. <laughs> and he closed the door. Uh, bring me that bookshelf. <laughs> uh, bring me that thing over there. Yankel, <laughs> uh, uh, Yossel, bring your bench over here. Sit over here. Uh, don't move. Uh, everybody else, uh, stay here. Everything is fine. Oh, boy. Are we going to have a Purim Simcha? Am I going to be able to break my uh, fast? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. Soon, soon. Very soon. All right. Let me get to the telephone over here. State Trooper Station can help you. Hmm? Who what? A lion. You must be joking. <laughs> you must be that Jewish rabbi down the road. I know it's your Purim festivities. Or, hey, you're making a joke, right? I make a joke. I make a joke. I make a joke. Is he think we're making a joke? Uh, relax. I'll talk to him. We're not making a joke. Um, sir, uh, if you don't believe me, um, <clears throat> I'll just take the phone next to the doorway. <coughs> oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. Oh, wait, wait a second. We're getting a report over here. What is that, Mulligan? Sir, I'll tell you this, but uh, we got a little problem here. You know, sir, I just got a report that a lion escaped from the zoo. You know what I mean? That's not very good because a lion escaped from the zoo. We got a big problem here, sir. Uh, how am I going to tackle a lion? I barely know how to shoot my gun because, you know, thank God we never have any problems here. Now I'm going to go tackle a lion. What am I going to do? The lion's going to chew me up. Uh, take it easy. I think I know where the line is. All right, come with me. Let's go and uh, bring a stun gun with you. Uh, uh, should, I, should I bring my last will and testament? Uh, no, no, it's okay. Don't worry. Everything is fine. Don't worry about a thing. Just come on. Let's go. And they got into their car, and they came slowly over there. But in the meantime, as the state troopers were coming there, the two guys, Coco and Loco, they were going loco, wondering why they weren't hearing screaming. Hey, what's going on? By this time, they should be screaming. I don't get it. Hey, let's take a peek and see what the lion is doing. Come, 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 come. 
By the time they looked by the window, the lion was walking around so much and going dizzy, walking to the left. And if the lion could talk, it would probably go, Nobody knows. I'm drunk from my nose to my itty-bitty tail. And the lion just fell down on the floor and fell into a deep sleep. Probably the lion snored a little bit like... But the lion was sleeping. It was sleeping. Oh, no. The lion is sleeping. Oh, no, we got to get the lion back to the zoo. You know what? Um, let's go down there. And you could going to go down there? You crazy? You're out of your mind? Well, just scare the lion to come back into the cage, okay? Let's put a piece of meat over here, and the lion will come, okay? Okay, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. It's very dangerous over here. Come on, while he's sleeping, we'll pull its tail and slip him, and we'll bring him in into the cage, okay? Oh, uh, schlup. That's a Jewish word. Where'd you get that from? Ah, uh, you know, you hang around these people, you learn them. Come on, let's go, let's go. Okay. Uh, uh, after you. After you. After you. After you. After you. Uh, okay, we'll both go at the same time. <laughs> I don't think we could fit through the window at the same time. Let's try this again. And finally, both of them got down there, and the lion was sleeping. <laughs> and as this lion was sleeping, they went behind it. All right, you got the window open? The cage is open? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. All right, now let's pull the tail and bring it back to the window. Urgh! Oh, boy, is this lion heavy. Come on, pull, pull. But as they pulled the lion's tail, the lion woke up. Who's pulling my tail? And as the lion got rougher and grumpier, he turned around and he saw the two people. And the lion's memory remembered two good husky chunks of meat that he could eat. <laughs> Indeed they were. And all of a sudden the lion turned to them and began to shake his head to clear his mind. <laughs> and the lion charged at them. Wow, let's get out of here. Where are we going to go? Up the stairs. And they ran up the stairs, but they couldn't get through the door because the door was barricaded by the people sitting on the heavy benches and bookcases and everything. So what they ended up doing was, they ran back down. The lion was chasing them around the table. They jumped over the table. The lion jumped on top of the table. They went under the table. The lion went under the table. They went on top of the table. And finally they decided, and the cage, let's go to the cage. And they jumped up, grabbed the windowsill, pulled themselves up into the cage. And when they went in there, the vibrations of their running in there shuckled the cage and the door closed. Boom. And the lion was jumping up, trying to reach them. By the time the police arrived, all right, now calm down. If we got the stun gun, we could stop a line with it. Come on, let's go, let's go. I, I don't know. I'm not sure I want to do this, sir. I mean, you know, uh, uh, does a police officer have life insurance? Listen, you're a state trooper. You're supposed to be brave. You're not supposed to be... Hmm? Well, we're supposed to fight regular people, not lions, okay? If you say so. All right, uh, there's a lion. He's in the basement. What are these guys doing in the cage? Help! Keep that lion away from us! Yeah, yeah, keep that lion away from us. And the rabbi looked out the window. Ah, oh, Baruch Hashem, you're here. Save us! All right, all right, all right. Uh, 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 save us, too. Uh, don't worry about it. All right, Liam Roy. Stun the lion. Yeah, okay. And Mr. Lion, hi. As the lion began to jump. Okay, uh, uh, 600 volts, uh, 452 and a half. 
when the lion just passed out and knocked out the lion cold by stunning it. And then they got the zoo and his professional zookeepers came and they took away the lion and brought it back. But those two people, they finally got caught in doing their mischief. And now the Coco and the Loco gang are now safely behind bars. They don't have to worry about a lion and the Jews don't have to worry about them. And now the Jews celebrated the rest of their Purim and believe me, that Purim became known from that day on as a roaring Purim. Wow, that was terrific, Rabbi Earth. Oh boy, the clock is ticking away. Do we have some time for some phone calls, Rabbi Nissen? Okay, very good. Okay, so let's take a few phone calls. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello, hello. Hello. Yes, you're hello? on the air. Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? My name is Liana Liner. Ah, very nice. Okay, that's Pinchas Liner's daughter? Yeah. Ah, very nice. Okay, so what lesson you learn before you send regards to your father and wish him a freilich and purim? Okay, ask, uh, uh, actually, I should ask you. What lesson you learn in tonight's very interesting type of story? Well, never ever steal. You should never be so crazy to open a lion cage. Very good, that's true. Or, and you should never, ever, ever, ever paint the show black. Right. Beautiful. Great. And you should have alarm, and you should have a camera system. Yes, yes. Eventually that shul did. But when it was and small, it don't didn't. Have a, a, and don't have a window in the shul basement. Well, they could. They could put bars on it, though. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good. Nice to hear from you. Okay, don't forget to send regards and a fairly important to the whole Gansam Mishpacha. Okay? And of course, of course, no doubt about it, to Uncle David. Okay, thank you very mm-hmm. much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Fry Mloey. Oh, Fry Baruch Hashem. You're back this week, okay? You weren't able to get mm-hmm. through last week. Now you got through this week. Okay, what lesson do you learn tonight? Um, that, that you should always and and that you should always, um, you, uh, that when you're in a Yitzhar, Hashem could always save you. And if you do mitzvahs properly, like Purim, if you do mitzvahs Purim and Sudas Purim and Shlechmanis, then Hashem, you never know, Hashem could help you from any, any bad thing. And I want to, um, I want to give a, uh, I want to give a Freilchemperm to say a Freilchemperm to Yitzchak Isaac, Yaakov Zinayman, Yossi Berman, Shemizal Mitnick, um, and the rest of my class, and, and Rabbi Biller, my second grade rabbi, and, and Rabbi Mitnick and Rabbi Chayfetz. Very good. And, and you. Oh, thank you. And, uh, and what about Rabbi Nissen? Oh, okay, good, good. Thank you very much. Okay, okay. Frank and to all of you. Okay, hello, you're on here. What is your name? Ezra Safdi. Ezra Safdi, okay. Okay, so what lesson you learned tonight? It wasn't an art lesson, though, right? Um, I learned that um, Hashem always gives the Jews wisdom. Wisdom, very good. That is true, 100%. Hashem gives them wisdom how to take care of a situation even when the tough, rough, or rough gets going. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello. Yes. Okay. You're on the air. What is your name? Figure Okeach. Figure Okeach. Okay, very good. What lesson do you learn in tonight's story? You should always trust in Hashem because He loves you. And even if anybody's doing anything to you, then they always get paid back. And the bad guys, they go to jail or you get caught. And also, I want to rem- I want to remind everybody that they should da- they should have in heart because Hashem answers everything on purpose. Excellent, beautifully, very well said. Thank you very much. Okay, Thank you. have a great. You too, you too, you too. Very good. Have a failing program too. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? 
Ah, Wicklow. Oh, is it related to the Wicklow that we have on our shows? No. Oh, okay. Okay, so what lesson you learned tonight's story? That something that's not yours, you shouldn't try to ruin it. Something that's not what? Some, something that's not yours, don't try to, like, destroy it or ruin it. Very good. That's true. That's very true. That's in there, 100%. If something is not really bothering you and it's not uh, in your way for real, don't, you know, get hung up on it and decide you have to do something about it. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Avi Galinsky. All right. You didn't get number one because Lowy beat you out to it. Okay. But anyways. Okay. So what lesson you learned tonight's story? Okay. I learned that if you try starting up with the Jews, you'll end up getting beaten back at and uh, you're never going to succeed. Right. That's, that's true. And I learned that, that we see that how they did the Megillah, how they, how they were laying the Megillah, how that helped. How that Yes. That helped him. How that helped him. How that helped. Um, because they fulfilled um, the mitzvahs of Megillah and, Lading yeah. and everything, so it helped them to have his chus to be protected from the lion. Yeah. Very and good. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Okay, and a Franklin Purim to you. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Shimigina. Shimmy who? Shimigina. Oh, okay. And what lesson you learned tonight's story? You should always not make trouble. You should always not make trouble. Excellent. Beautiful. Thank you very much. My brother wants to say something. Okay. What does she want to say? Hello? You should always be happy on Purim. Excellent. That is correct, but happy in the <laughs> right way. Right. Okay, but the right way. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. Hello. You. You're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Yes, he's back this week. Yes, he's back. All right. Very good. But you got to work harder to get his voice. Right, Yossi? Ow. Okay. You see, he's got to work on it a little more. But you almost have it. <laughs> um, I want to say, maybe next time they send the lion, Rabbi Yitzhak, to come teach karate, like that they could beat up the lion. Maybe. You never know. You never know. But you have to learn a lot of energy stuff to do that. <laughs> a lot. Okay, bye. Okay. Okay. I can see you listen to the end of the story. <laughs> okay, do we have any more time for any more phone calls or one more phone call? Okay, one last phone call. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. One last phone call we can get in here. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello, are you there? Yes. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. The last phone call for tonight. Okay, so what's your name and what lesson you learned? You're Mel Dickstein. Okay. And I want to say, Excellent. Beautifully. Very well said. Thank you very much. Okay, I think that's all the time we have over here. So until next week, I want everybody to have a Freilich and Purim, and we'll see you sometime next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.